Hello, welcome to What She's Thinking. I'm your host, Greg Schwartz, your coach for online dating. I'm asking a group of women questions on dating, sex, and other topics, all submitted by men like you. To get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions. A few announcements. I'm changing the name of my company to Debug Dating. Don't worry, the podcast name is staying the same. But you can check out all of the different things I'm doing at facebook.com slash debugdating. Second is that I'm offering office hours each Wednesday at 1 p.m. on Facebook Live. You can get more details on those that will happen each Wednesday in February at facebook.com slash debugdating. Third, if you're in the San Francisco or the L.A. areas, I'm offering some workshops. On February 12th, I'll be offering a workshop in San Francisco at 6.30 p.m. on getting a date for Valentine's Day, because it's two days later. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I'll be offering a workshop on February 26th, also at 6.30 p.m., and that'll be on getting the first dates that you want. To find out more information about either of those, go to facebook.com slash debugdating. So here's the interview. Hi, I am Miss J. Um, I'm not from the United States. I grew up in Asia and Europe, and I moved here to San Francisco four years ago. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm a very adventurous person. I've traveled to over 300 cities in 45 countries all over the world. I love exploring. I love to do new things, um, new experiences, like new tastes, new sounds. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty outgoing, but I like to also be, do my own thing. And I'm pretty independent. Um, I'm looking for guys who are, you know, on the same wavelength as me, um, that we can keep each other engaged, excited about life and, um, have a match on sort of like intellect as well. But at the same time, we can be silly and we can goof around and, you know, be playful, joke around. I, lo- I love that. And someone who I can see myself, you know, settling down with and build a family together. I think the vibe I have, because I'm an entrepreneur, I have my own company. I think people see me as like, ooh, you know, she's like the boss lady. <laughs> That's how it comes across. But I, I I actually think there's a very feminine side. I love dancing. You know, I love like being, you know, sort of, you know, taken care of by guys. Like I said, I love guys who show initiative. So there's that very like, you sort of like, oh, you know, I want to be the little lady that gets taken care of. But at the same time, who I am is I'm, I'm the boss lady. I tell people what to do <laughs> all the time, but not that I, I don't do that in relationships, but it's all, it's all about finding a balance and partnership. I want to, I want the guy now to make the decisions and make the plans. <laughs> Hi, I'm BL. I'm 30. I'm a very extroverted goofy, silly, playful person. I don't take life too seriously, very laid back. I like a partner who can keep up and go on adventures and not take themselves too seriously. They can joke around and take a joke. I run my own company and I'm a performer, so I work a lot. I'm very independent. I too am not from the United States. I was born in Scandinavia, so I'm tall compared to the average American woman. And and to really explain her personality, she is currently doing like a marching band style. And that's me going off the stage. <laughs> Jazz hands. You know. 
Yeah, I'm a performer, so I have a really big personality. You kind of love it or hate it, and that's fine. The people who hate it, they just don't hang out with me. And the people who love me don't love me in spite of it. They love me because I'm a weirdo. Hi, so I am LLJT. I am a mid-30 woman that had lived in Asia, Europe, and in the U.S. for the last 12 years. So I, I consider myself a very goofy, um, active, uh, also very serious person. I think I am. <laughs> well, you know, I got a lot of comments from the first impression that I'm, I'm kind of serious, but I'm actually not that serious, but I guess depends, you know, what you consider serious. And, um, I, I liked a lot of, um, energy. So I think I have above average energy level. Um, still do. I would also appreciate to have a partner that is at a similar level of energy as me and open to do things or experience something new. I'm a recruiter, so I guess my way of um, finding a partner is sort of like recruiting. I always do the first phone interview and then, the, you know, in-person interview, and then we have a 90 days trial period. <laughs> I, I found it, you know, it's working. It's totally working. Currently, I, I think I'm at a stage of my life that I'm looking for something very serious, like um, a husband, family, potentially kids to settle down. I consider myself a sassy sweetie <laughs> i'm also sweet at the same time I and mean, it's not just sassy so uh you got both actually if you can take the worst side of me then you get the best great side of me <laughs> um i would say i'm a full package of both what first date activities have you really enjoyed dinner drinks that's usually what i do first date that's mm -hmm. what i do first date a lot but sometimes it's actually nice to switch it up yeah. I enjoy like outdoor activities as a first date. It's rare, but being in San Francisco, like the weather is so beautiful sometimes. You can like go on a hike or, you know, go for a walk, a stroll on the Embarcadero, like grab coffee. It's just more like fluid and you get to see somebody like in the daylight too. Yeah. <laughs> which is definitely. refreshing. I, I would agree with the hike. I feel like. Dinner is a big commitment, especially if it's an online date. So a drink, you can be like, okay, cool. Yes or no. Pretty quickly. Dinner, you're like, oh, God, I have to sit through an hour of this. If it's a no, and so that's not fun. But the, the hike is nice. I've had a guy try to ask me out to a cruise on a blind first date. And at, like one of those sunset cruises, oh, the yeah. cocktail cruise. And I was thinking... Wow. No, I'm not going to get on a boat with someone I don't know and then ship off to sea. No. <laughs> well, I think it depends if um, I've already talked to the guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe I had a better understanding of how he is and I really like him just based on the profile, you know, the talk. I always do a phone interview first mm, okay. before I go out and meet the person. Well, I'm a recruiter. Phone interview. Yeah, I like I have, it's always a phone interview. If it passed it, yes, we'll do an in-person meeting. Yes. So <laughs> in-person meeting. Now is yeah. this executive dating? Right. And there will be a 90 days trial period. Okay. All right. But you're right. I, I don't commit to too much time. Maybe the first, it, ideally it was just a drink of coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Cause then if it's great, cool, then go get dinner, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I did talk to somebody recently, a guy,、uh, not not somebody I dated, but just a friend,、um, who said that he's actually never been on a first date that lasted less than five hours. Wow. Yeah, because I was telling him, oh, I had a good date, a good first date. It was like three or four hours long, and he's like, really? That's Kind of normal. All my first dates are five hours. Okay, but how long are his second like, dates? What do you do? And how many first dates has he been on? Because that sounds like he's been on three. <laughs> We didn't talk about that,、okay. but but、uh, he is with somebody now, and、um, it's pretty serious. So he's he's you know he's in a steady relationship. But it, I was I was very very surprised to hear that. One thing I've noticed a lot recently, not just with myself but with some of my girlfriends, is that we'll get asked to brunch for a first date, and I think that's great because even if it's great, then cool, you have the whole day to go hang out. You can do a hike afterward. If it's awful, well, at least there were mimosas and waffles, you know, <laughs> some eggs, Benny. Like, who doesn't love brunch? Yeah. <laughs> So, if you could choose any date for your sorry, any activity for your next first date, what would that be and why? You know, I recently went to the、um, Thursday like nightlife at the Exploratorium. Yeah. Even though I've never gone there on a date, but I was like, wow, this is a great dating spot because, first of all, you know, it's at night, so there are drinks, right? And it's for adults. And you get to walk around, and you get to inter- interact with you know the exhibitions and all that kinds of stuff. So you're not just like sitting across from each other like talking. You know, if it's not a good conversation, if the guy is boring or whatever, at least in the exploratorium you can just explore things. <laughs> and if it is a good date, then you know it, there's so many things to do there, and you get to see each other like in action. You know, like f- physically in action, right? There's a lot of like cute little, you know, booths that you can go into, and you know, like little things that you can touch and stuff. Yeah, like his bicep. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> no, actually, that would be great. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this not supposed to be a comedy podcast? <laughs> no, bit of both. Bit of both.、Um, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I think. An interactive experience is always better than just sitting there because if you're just sitting there, you end up having the exact same first date conversation you've had on every first date.、Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, something that you can do <laughs> with the person that you'd like、mm-hmm. to do. Well, if、uh, for me, I would、um, prefer something、um, outdoorsy and a little physical, like hiking,、uh, because I like it to, the day to be more engaged. You know, like two people can be more engaged to、uh, each other versus you go to an event, you get distracted by all the stuff and people, so you can't really see. I know that yes, you have the option of okay, if I don't like him, at least I enjoy the event. But to me, it's just a hike. I can see how fit he is. If 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 he's caring enough, you know, if I if I need help, if I get tired, you know, I want to see his, if he's、um, showing any care or. You know all these. I think, that, and I like to see the interaction, like you know, if we coordinate the, the like little trip, say,、um, like a half day day trip, maybe maybe too long, maybe just a hike. So you know, coordinating from picking up, finding a place to go,、uh, so I can see how compatible we are when it comes to planning. So I like that kind of you know interactions and then more、um, engaging when it comes to a day first day. 
Oh my god, the planning is so key. A man with yeah. a plan. I'm like, oh, oh thank yeah. you, oh, yeah. thank oh, you. God. If I get a text that says, "Hey, Concur. do you want to meet I... me at 8:45 at brass tax?" I'm like, yeah. oh, and see these on time. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yes. a little bit. What's his reaction? <laughs> right. Yeah. I love it when that when a guy comes up with a plan, so you don't have to think Nothing about it. Nothing worse than I don't know. What do you want to do? Since it's currently the winter holidays, what first dates are you most excited by? I don't know that this is the best first date, but there's this really adorable ice skating rink right outside of oh, the courthouse yeah. with the trees that light that. up. It's much better than the Union Square and the Embarcadero rinks because it's more adorable and romantic. I want to go do that. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have to be a first date. It could be other dates. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Like some winter activities, you know, like go to a Christmas market if there is one. Hot I think there tumbies. is. Yeah. <laughs> Drink hot toddies. Christmas part, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Some wassail. More wine. Saturnalia, a raunchy circus Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to plug that. That's okay. Totally understandable. What ways do you like men to create connection on a first date? Eye contact. Conversation. I don't like it to be too touchy, you know, like physical. Mm-hmm. On a first day. I think that's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. But definitely eye contact. And um, I can see through his eyes, you know, like they, they always say eyes are the window of your heart. So, yeah, I look into the eyes and see. I think for me, it's like um, being engaged and curious. I've been on a date where this guy, he just kept on talking about himself, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. He was talking for an hour or something. And I am a relatively curious person. So I'm, I'm actually OK to listen and I'll actually ask questions in between. But he just didn't ask one single question about what do I do, who I am. And in the end, you know, we obviously didn't go on a second date. But in the end, he said, oh, I'm sorry. It's just that I I talk a lot when I get nervous. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. At least, you know, there's a reason behind that. But, But if it's not that, right, if it's just regular, like a guy who's just like self-centered and just talking about himself, that's that's a turnoff. I yeah. like somebody who's willing to get a little goofy, do like be silly. Yeah, if you can oh, be yeah. silly and joke around Sense with me, of humor and like definitely, it's very important. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Make funny faces or impressions, or like do silly <laughs> things. That's key. Does your work affect your dating life? And obviously, since that's a yes, more like how does it affect your dating life? Yes, it does. If I'm, you know, very stressful at work, or if I have a busy schedule, it's very hard for me to feel. In, in the mood to go out and have a great time with somebody. I think it's just not me. When I'm stressful, I can't be the, the fun me or the actual uh, myself. So, I yes, to that question. I think for me, it's like recently I moved to Oakland <laughs> and I find that to be now a little bit challenging because if, if I'm meeting somebody, most of the times, you know, I meet people in, in the city, in San Francisco. And coordinating schedules around oh when i'm available and that depends on the traffic all of that it's it's just it has become i've noticed that it's become challenging Um, but other than that it's i mean other than that unless i'm traveling but i feel like these days it's it's both parties right people have such busy lives and everybody has like commitments and things that they're doing um and you know traveling is yeah that's what my experience is that that makes it hard. Um, I run my own businesses. So 
and and they're kind of offbeat ones. So I end up working on nights and weekends a lot. So it does affect dating a lot. Um, and when I get busy, I get slammed and then I'll have a week where it's not so bad and I can go do anything on any day, but that's kind of hard for a lot of people who work in offices to relate to. So I'll give you an example that's real and exists now. There was this guy on Hinge who messaged me and I said, Hey, you know, I'm really busy. I'm opening this show. Like I won't have time to meet you until afterward. Like, sorry. And he was really great about it and he was really patient about it. And then I got sick for a week. So I just haven't responded to him in like two weeks and I haven't forgotten. Sorry. Sorry, dude. If you're out there listening, my apology. I got sick. I'll get back to you. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I don't know. (laughs) 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 It's never personal, though. Yeah. When it it comes to work stuff, it's like, right. It's it's really just like, I I don't have the mood to do that. I know I Mm -hmm. I don't feel happy or I don't feel like meeting somebody. I just probably just want to rest, recharge by myself. It's it's when it's, it's not you, it's me is actually true. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So follow on to that. What do you want a guy to do or what would you like a guy to do when you're in that sort of work stress mode and you're not available? How do you want him to act or interact with you? Well, are you talking about some guy that we are, we already met or like a new person we're just messaging on, a, on an app? Probably both, but let's do uh, let let's first just say someone you're messaging on an app. So you know the example yeah, you just gave. Yeah. So this example, I think he did it perfectly. He remembered when things were supposed to calm down for me, and he wished me good luck on it. And then I need to <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but you know, just a night like a friendly. Because there was another guy that I went on a date with, and I told him the exact same thing, and his response was, what? I don't get to see you for a whole week? And I was like, yeah, calm down, dude. We've been on one date, and it's a week, and it's not going to kill you. And it wasn't that great of a first date, so it'll be a lot longer than a week for you. (laughs) So it sounds like sort of be patient and remember when you're going to be available. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, a nice little, hey, good luck, or hey, I still exist and I'm still interested, but I'm impatient and polite. I think it's really yeah, nice. obviously definitely understanding, right? And also, um, be persistent. Just don't forget about me, you know, just because I was busy or I didn't respond. But then check in again. You know, I gave guys credits for reaching out again, not on a crazy, you know, frequency like oh, every day or like yeah. But like you know, I told him that I'm busy, and maybe in a few days I would say two, three days he checked in and see how I'm doing. Not pushing to meet up or doing anything or asking anything from me but just to check in and show care show um interest and i think um or you know sometimes the chat close on a those dating app mm. um if the guy actually come back and reopen it then i guess you know to me that it's making a second impression that, okay he is really interested then yes i would probably respond and give him more attention in this case yeah I agree with the being proactive and persistent. Um, I like that a lot. And I add a lot of points to guys who don't just give up after one go. If I say I'm busy and then he disappears, I mean, then, you know. Are you even going to remember that guy? I, I think I don't know. I the look on your face I mean, is history, you know. Right? Chat history. Wait, wait a minute. So if we're, we've already been messaging. Oh, okay. And, you know, I, you know, if, if it's somebody that I actually would be open to meeting but it just so happens say i'm out of town for yeah. next week right and if he just gives up there and then 
to me, that's like, oh, he's probably not interested enough, right? He's probably chatting to five girls at the same time to see which one will meet up tomorrow. Maybe I don't know whatever he's up to, right? Whatever he's looking for. So the fact that if I tell him I'm I'm gonna be out for a week and he actually remembers and and kind of pings back later on shows that oh he's actually really trying to meet with me. So that gives I mean I add a lot of points to guys who do that. So guys, basically, be patient, reach out occasionally, and put a time in your calendar when you think they're going to be available, and then really reach out and say, "Hey, you available for a date now?" Yeah, and, and extra points if the guy um, show um, support. Like they not only they're not pushing you, but then and understand you, but then also they actually try to understand what's your what you're struggling with and provide support. You know, either some uh, pre- from his previous experience or any suggestion, advice. You know, I I found this really um, charming. I think the guys could do that. But I'm not asking for that. You know, I'm not expecting that because we literally probably just don't know each other or haven't met yet. But I would say this is definitely a plus. Get some extra points for saying good mm-hmm. luck on your show tonight. Yeah, or, like or that. you know, and, and try to give me some tips or if he knows what I'm talking about, you know, that's good. Compared to the average woman, is your sex drive higher, the same, or lower? There's yeah. a stereotype that women don't like sex. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. But... Definitely not, not true. true. Like, not true. Not true. <laughs> I think I'm no prude, but average? Yeah, I think, Maybe I think it'll average. a little higher than average? I don't know. So, yeah, think of it in comparison to your friends. Do you notice that when you're talking about dating and sex, overall you tend to be talking about or more interested in sex than most of your friends, or less interested, or about the same? I feel like men don't realize how much women will talk to their girlfriends about sex. sex. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason I'm phrasing it that way. Like, that we will tell our friends if you do something weird. <laughs> tell the listening audience But we'll more. also tell our friends if you do something good. <laughs> I think I talk about... It depends, right? You know, um, my culture is probably... In, in terms of comparing to the um, local... Should I, how should I face this? local culture here. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'm from not I'm I'm not from the US, but I just noticed that I tend to talk about sex more than my uh girlfriends. Really? So I I still think that I have average need, but um just I'm more open talking about it. And I think it's very important when it comes to a relationship, whether it's a happy relationship or not, that's definitely very important to me. Yeah, I think I'm average too. I'm definitely not below average. I know that because sometimes I'll talk to my girlfriends. I'm like, wow, you can hold off for that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but then there are also girls who are higher than me. So that's where I'm kind of getting my assessment in. You know, I'm I'm definitely like somewhere in the middle. I told my friends about a guy I was super smitten with. And she goes, oh, oh, is this this guy? And I said, yeah. And I think she asked one more question. And the third question was, so how's the D? <laughs> and she was totally serious and i told her <laughs> okay for a very thorough review so guys yes the stereotype that women won't talk to their girlfriends about this is the exact opposite of the truth they will definitely talk about the sex they have with us a lot <laughs> just watch sex in a city <laughs> i was gonna say is that a stereotype do guys not think that we won't ha- how do they not know that the reason we'll why the show so popular is because we do talk about it a lot. it's so true <laughs> Well, I I rewatched it um, not that long ago, and I was like, mm. "Ooh, they're 
so prudish, actually. I know, right? It's such an old show, but it's still they still make points. Yeah. Oh, even nowadays, you watch that still again. Still applies. So. Everything <laughs> applies. Yeah. So getting a little more mathematical, say you're in a relationship that's you know a good, trusting relationship. What is your optimum number of times to have sex? Let's say a week. Well, it depends what stage is the relationship, right? I mean, when you just got into it's a new, fresh relationship, it definitely mm. it's, the frequency is going to be higher. But when you get into like a long, long-term, stable uh, relationship, I would say after a year or two, it's going to be different, right? So depends what stage. So let's just do both. For the early stage, what would you say? Hmm. I would say... Um, are you talking about like uh, how many times a night or are you talking about how many times a week? <laughs> how many times a week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I suppose you could answer both. I mean, you know, I more meant how many times a week, but how many times a night do you have in mind? I, recently, I had a really great experience. So five times a night. <laughs> nice. Now, to be clear, is that five orgasms or is that five, five sexual? Orgasms. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And both, now- of, both of us. It was great. Wait, you stopped seeing this person? No. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I got the hint. <laughs> Glad to hear okay. that. Glad to hear that. So, no, what I meant is is how many, like, sessions of sex would you like to have in a week? A week? Yeah. Oh. Well, it depends how many times you get to see each other, right? It's really... I would say ideally at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about the same. I would say, like, if you're not living together, mm-hmm. at least twice would be good. Good. I mean, or if you live close by, if you don't live close by, right? Somebody actually has to like get out of their way to get to the other person. But if you live like around the corner, it could be more like three, four. Yeah, I'd agree. It just depends on logistics. It is about logistics. Yeah. If you have to, (laughs) if there's a bridge between you. Crap. Yeah. And I was like, I'll have to wake up at six tomorrow morning as well, like to go to work. You know, it depends on what you're doing the next day. And it also depends on how often you get You're to see each other. You're right? traveling. Right. If you, but, if you yeah. moved in already, that's going to be a different story because you see each other almost every day, 24-7. The right. drive's going to be a little lower. See, you know? I guess I think of it as like, out of the times that I get to see you, how many of those times are we having sex? And I would like it to be like 95 <laughs> Nice. What are your top two languages of love? Oh, we're talking that about I, for receiving or for giving? five love languages, right? We're talking about the five love languages, and I would say both receiving and giving, but receiving in particular. Okay. Yeah, my my top two are physical touch and quality time. I heard that's le- less women have that. It's more like a lot of guys get those two. No, I, I think that's it's what about people. That's more a stereotype than a reality. Okay. Okay. I think but physical, physical touch is pretty this. common. Everybody's okay. saying that physical touch, it's like the top three or two. So mine's uh, physical touch and act of service. Yeah, receiving, I think, would be physical touch and quality time. But giving, it's definitely acts of service and physical touch. Is it different for giving for either of you? Oh, so I was the I was talking about receiving. Yes. Giving. Yeah. You know, I want to say it's physical touch, but I feel like the guys are only getting anyway, so I don't need to put them on top. <laughs> they they're going to come and get it anyway, so to give I um words of affirmation and quality time. I think for me the gifts are acts of service and quality time. 
and physical touch. But yeah, that's like icing on the cake. It's just like given, you know. How does stress affect your libido, particularly around your work? Pretty bad. I think it's not good. I mean, how does it? Yeah, um, like what happens? You didn't feel like communicating much. Um, le- lower sex drive. I say less, uh, less patient. For me, no. For me, it's like the opposite. I mean, not the opposite, but it doesn't affect me at all. Sometimes it actually drives out my. It libido. could help it, if the guys if the guys um, do it right. It's actually. I mean, how does I um? I probably want it want it because that's gonna help me to relieve my stress. Mm. So if they actually rub rub me in the right way, yes, I it probably would increase it. But that's not a very usual case. Yeah, for me, that's that's totally like what I I like because when I'm stressed, I actually want to go out and just you know, like take it take take basically have sex and take the stress off my off my head, so I'm I'm not thinking about it, and it's 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 like pleasurable, you know. So it really kind of puts you into like it puts me into a different world, and the stress is just like gone. So mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't affect it negatively. Like at all, I would say for me is just a time thing. I don't think it affects it one way or the other. Libido wise, if I'm stressed, it's because I'm working an eighteen-hour day. At which point, I probably didn't see you anyway. <laughs> Makes sense. So, since you two were both talking about how sometimes it can actually increase your libido if the guy rubs you the right way, as you mm-hmm. put it, what is rubbing you the right way? Like, yeah, obviously not literally, or um, maybe it is. Oh, I. Thought she meant that literally. <laughs> that, that that too, both. I would say both. Yes, and a nice massage, of course. You know, and um, I would say, you know, since I I receive love with act of service, so you know, they if they're being supportive and they help me with what I'm struggling with, and um, at least if not actually helping me, but like um, psychologically being helpful and supportive, um, you know, wine and dye me or do something. Anything that I like, or maybe gifts, you know, that really help, and those those would be the right way. Like, you know, mm. bouquet of flowers, you know. I'm not talking about like expensive gifts, but like thoughtful gifts. Who doesn't want flowers? <laughs> I know exactly. Um, I think one of the flower things. I feel like guys are like, oh, that's too cliche. It's too no, it's not old school, but it's not. But you know, we not. always like flowers. We never say we will never say no to flowers. So exactly, I want to make this very clear to guys because. Don't forget that you know I know it's old school, but it's very effective. Yeah, listen, friend, listen up, guys. Flowers, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who has a flower guy that he goes to. Oh, that's smart. Now, this friend gets laid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I know there are so many like guys who say, "Oh, I'm just not romantic," but you know, it, you don't have to be romantic. You can just—it's not a lot of effort just to go and buy. Right, on the, you know, there's plenty of like floors yeah. around the street corner. Just grab something, and it doesn't have it to makes be such a, a big difference, right? For have, women, it doesn't have to be a huge presentation. It could be just you know maybe yeah. no, yeah, uh, you know, it could be just a rose flowers, you picked rose, from yeah, the garden, rose, exactly, or from the street, right? <laughs> yeah, <It's> romantic. <laughs> yeah. So, what can your partner do to help you be open and clear with your sexual requests? Ask. Tell us. Ask more. the question. If you don't ask me what I like. Well, I will tell you, but mo- I find maybe not everybody does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some people are shy. True. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. reaction I get when I take control is, "Oh, so mm-hmm. that leads me to believe that other women aren't necessarily doing that." But women telling men what they want in sex is exceedingly rare. 
Mm-hmm. Well, then you should fucking ask. <laughs> <laughs> do you want the good review? I mean, at brunch with the girlfriends the next day, or do you want the sad review? Right. Ask, and you'll get the good review. I, I think there's an art of um, asking here. Um, I, I think if you if the guys approach me as like um, after a good time, right? Not like uh, after a bad time, like oh, let's do the review, the bad performance. Well, I mean, <laughs> that 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 could be, but I think a lot of time guys don't won't ask if they they sense it's not good. But you know, after you have a good time, then you can you can sort of hey, by the way, um, um, I really like you did this. How about how about you? You know, what do you like me to do? You know, like that kind of feedback session that it's um mutual both ways and communication definitely. Um, I would say maybe over some wines. You no know, one. Both of you are relaxed and um, feel feel loosen up. Then you can talk about it. Doesn't have to be right after sex. Could be over dinner and just in a good as as one is a good time. I would say it's just easier for me to open up and talk about it. Yeah, not under any, not after a fight or not like, super <laughs> stressful. You know, like that's not gonna help. Right? It's just what is a good time. I would say yeah, after it's very important. a fight. Yes, you're so rude. How do you like me to go down on you? <laughs> no way! <laughs> no. I think for me, the best sex I've had is actually when we're talking during sex, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be. I'm not saying like, oh, we're oh, we're having a conversation, but you know, stuff like small things, like oh yeah, I really like that, or oh, do you like me doing oh, this? That feels good. Oh yeah, that feels good. Mm-hmm. Or or oh, a little more this way. Exactly. I actually I actually say it out loud mm-hmm. when it's like, okay, that's Fuck good. Fuck me hard. And I actually really mm. like it when I I think the guys pick up on it totally. <laughs> they mm. get it. They're like, oh, she likes that. Okay, let me let me keep on doing this. Oh, some of the best sex I've ever had is with a guy who was like, oh, I noticed you really like it when I do this, and I went. Oh, yes, and... <laughs> oh, and that just got even better. Right, right, yeah. Yes, just like improv, yes, and is your friend. It is. Actually, to follow on to that, how do you like men to ask what you like in sex? Like, is there a way that works Honest. better or a way that works worst? How would you like men to ask? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's going to be my answer to all of this, is it's not that hard. We don't have to play that yeah, game. Don't play if you, game. Yeah, play game. No, it's not that fucking hard. What do you like is suitable. If you're looking for something more specific, give an option, and that's nice, mm-hmm. too. Like, okay. For do me, you want me to do this or that? Yeah, for me, it's actually while they're already doing it. Mm-hmm. And then they ask me, do you like this? Or do you like me touching you here? And I've actually been with guys who are very good at asking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Because I can just say yes or no. You it's can easy. also read the room. Like, if it's obviously not working, you can say something like, oh, how? what can I do differently? Or if it's working well, you can do what this, other, this guy that I referred to did, which was, oh, I noticed you like this. You know, what else? And I have a, you know, I actually ask back too. Mm-hmm. I, I actually ask guys, hey, do you like me touching you here? Like, for example, I really lo- love touching guys' hair, mm-hmm. like a lot, excessively. And I'm, I'm actually thinking, wait, is he, is he like annoyed by, by this excessive touching? So I actually ask a little bit before, right? Like, oh, while I'm doing it. And he, and most of the times they're like, yeah, I like it. So I like nice. to pull on the hair. That just gives me a sense of, you know, so I don't have to think about it anymore. It's so, all about communication. Yeah. 
as we so often say on this podcast, it's all about communication. And again, ask, do you like this? Or maybe give some options, but don't just say, what do you want? Thanks for listening. To help other men find the podcast, please rate it on iTunes and write a review. Also, I'd love to hear your feedback. Which question did you find most helpful? Email me, greg at makeonlinedatingfun.com. And remember, to get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions.